We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Yes, welcome, 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 welcome. We have a crazy, crazy, crazy show lined up. My name is Rob. I'm going to be steering the ship, but I'm not alone tonight. I have two fantastic co-captains. Yes. Uh, so I'd like to introduce you to them. One is Allie. Allie, how you doing? Hello, I'm doing great. Excited to talk about this episode. And my other co-captain is Ashmoon. How are you? I'm so good. Hey guys, here we go with episode two. I'm so yes. excited. <laughs> yes, I am so excited as well. We have a lot going on this episode. A lot. Craziness. And to sum it up just quickly for, for you guys, um, if you, oh, by the way, if you haven't watched this, spoilers are about to happen. So if you haven't, I would advise you to press pause, or excuse me, not press pause, simply walk away from the computer, stop watching, and go watch the show now, and then come back and watch it later. Or you could stay here and endure the spoilers. And yeah, I wouldn't advise that though. So just go ahead and get into it right now. I just want to talk about some brief topics that we have ahead of time and then we will get into those. So we have two funerals happening in this episode at the same time. We have Kika, the mysterious daughter of Andreu coming back to Ibiza. And we have Zoe creating a huge problem for herself and others. <laughs> so guys overall thoughts I'll start with you Allie go ahead oh man um it's just still so fresh and I just really hope that we've seen enough of the like canine activity going on here because I cannot handle it I don't know what I signed up for but this show so far has been whew, okay it's been difficult to watch some of some of the scenes but overall minus the dog scenes that were very very hard to watch for me I liked it. I feel bad for our boy Marcus. He's really going through it. Um, but this was definitely a very entertaining episode and we saw a lot happen. So I was happy overall. Okay. Okay. <laughs> how about you, Ashley? How, how do you feel about this? Totally. I really enjoyed this episode, especially learning about Axel. Like, you know, episode one, we just learn about this brother that Zoe is like, you know, after to find out what happened to him. And now learning more about Axel, it's like he was quite the rebel, like in his mm -hmm. character. So, you know, like, I don't mean to be the bad person, but like how he got himself in trouble, I'm not like, you know, I'm not as uh, shocked by maybe what may have happened to him, regardless of, you know, if it's right or wrong, probably it's wrong. But it seemed like, you know, he, he was pretty out there and, and he kept himself, uh, loose around different crowds so definitely a good episode and, and a lot to learn yes and a cautionary tale to the children who are watching be careful who you run with 
Be careful of the company yeah. you keep. Be care careful of the parties you go to. You never know where it can end. Um, but let's talk about a couple of things. Let, let's go ahead and get into Axel's funeral. Because that was, okay, so the funeral for me was super hippie, super cool. Honestly, I hope I have a cool funeral like that. I've, I don't even know what that was, uh, but I liked whatever was happening. Um, and there were some tempers flaring. Uh, people were talking about things that happened years ago new light being shed on situations. We found out some people weren't as truthful as they could possibly have been. And yeah, drama ensues. Uh, Ashman, what did you think about this, the whole funeral, Axel's funeral, rep? Yeah, um, well, one, I'm happy that it's been confirmed now. Like I wasn't sure if it was Axel or not, but now that we have some confirmation, it felt appropriate to have a memorial. So I thought it was great on one level, like just to celebrate the life of somebody and actually put this thing to rest that's been going on for 20 plus years. But I also thought it was a great place for Zoe to kind of gather, you know, see everyone that shows up for this memorial and possibly who knew what and like all the different faces that may be involved in this. And I think that's exactly what we learn. It's like, Apparently, Axel had a 24th birthday party that went on for 24 hours and all these people were involved, but nobody had really anything to say. So we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. I thought I thought the memorial helped out in more ways than one, and um, and we see there was a lot of people involved. A lot, a lot of people knew Axel. I didn't really understand that like before I thought he was just a guy that was trying to make it in Ibiza but apparently he, he really made a name for himself out there because all those people showed up and knew him yes and it's always great when you when you anytime there's a few it's never great when it's a funeral but when it is when there is a funeral and you see all these people showing up and and showing love and just telling good stories and good times that's always good and it's really really great to see um, Allie, I'll go ahead and let you go ahead and let you jump in and let us know how you were feeling about the whole funeral. Yeah, um, I totally agree with you guys and Ashman. I think it, it felt very much like a celebration of life. I was also surprised that he had so many people show up considering it's 20 years later. Um, so that was really sweet to see. And it's very clear now that Axel did make it in Ibiza and he actually was really well known. He had a lot of friends. He rode with a lot of people. I love seeing the flashbacks with young Marcus. He was cute. I was like, oh, <laughs> I liked young Marcus. And then we saw Dave and now he's like turned all uh, hippie. And um, what did he say? He was hugging. Um, oh, I don't remember. A cow. Yeah. A cow, yeah. that's what it was, yeah. He was, he was like, you want to hug cow. the cow? But I really liked him, and I grew to absolutely love Marcus during this episode. Um, we also saw at the funeral slash celebration of life that um, his ex-wife was actually engaged to George now, and you could tell it just, like, like broke him deep down. Like, he was so sad to hear it, and that's when I just kind of 
really fell for Marcus and he won me over during that whole that whole celebration of life scene. But it was beautiful. I liked it. Well, I, I something that there's out of all the things that happened at, that I saw at the celebration of life funeral, what have you, there's one thing that stuck out to me. What was it? Well, no, there's one thing that stuck out to me and it just I don't know. I wanted to see if it stuck with you guys like it stuck with me. Boxer was at the celebration of life. Oh, yeah. I like Boxer now, too. <laughs> but, but my thing is, what was he? OK, so for me, I'm like, what are you doing there? How much did you know him? Because it, you were asked. You were asked how much did you know? What did you know about Axel? And you made it seem like very limited. And now you're here in the funeral or the celebration of life with, with friends and family. So I didn't know what was happening there. Could either Allie or Ashman, could you shed some light on that? Either one of you can, let's go, can go ahead here. I mean, my take on that is I think he knew him enough and he's on the job. I mean, he's the head of security. So if there's any news on um, Axel, he's going to be there. And I think that's why he was there. Like, um, he wants to know what's going on, too. If there's any additional conversation that may be of interest to his boss. So I think we're always going to see him present now uh, when it comes to anything with Axel. And what about you, Allie? I agree with that. I didn't actually, I guess when I was watching it, I was more just still wondering why he was so into Zoe after she like injured him. <laughs> so I was kind of trying to figure out more how he was so able to move on from that. But um yeah, I don't know. Boxer definitely, we saw a different side of him this episode than the last one. Um, I do think I trust him more now this episode than I did the last one. I think he's good. Um, and I think he has a little crush on Zoe. And um, I think at the end of the day, yeah, he just really wants to figure out what who did this to Axel, just like Zoe does. So I think we're going to see them kind of pair up and take this on together. Well, that's funny that you mentioned like a little bit of a crush um, because what uh, Boxer did later on or for a few moments later for Zoe in the party, I would only do for somebody that I liked. Uh, Zoe, and just uh, spoiler alerts, just in case you didn't hear me the first time, we're going to be spoiling things. So Zoe this, uh, gets into a bit of an argument with Marcus uh, because Marcus feels attacked. He feels like she thinks he's the one who set up Axel and he tells her to leave his home and so they get into a little bit of a tiff but Zoe being as determined as she is thinks that um, Marcus is not telling the truth and so she some for some reason devises a plan to leave the party and not only leave the party she's going to borrow somebody's car Boxer's car once again I would have never let her do that unless I had some kind of affinity for her but he did sure. nonetheless. And what did you all think about that? What, what did you think about that, Ashman? I mean, I think for me, that was my first sign that he may have a bit of a crush on her. Like, this is the woman that just got done, like, shooting him in episode one, and now he's injured. So for him to even trust her with his car was, like, a big deal. Um, so I think he does have a bit of a crush on her. And I think that's why he lent her her car as far as Zoe goes. Um, I don't think she trusts Marcus and she was headed to his house probably to see if she could find anything on her own. She was like, okay, he's at this party right now. 
maybe I need to go and see if there's any other evidence or things that I can find for myself. And, um, and she took that opportunity. And lo and behold, what she found, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Allie, go ahead and elaborate on that. Yeah, I think I totally agree. I think we're seeing Boxer definitely express some emotions for Zoe. I think she knows it. Um, but at the end of the day, Zoe still has one thing on her mind and one thing only, and that's to find out who killed her brother. And so I think she is going above and beyond to figure it out. Um, and I wish that I understand why she doesn't completely trust Marcus, but I think the move and the way she went about it in this episode was a little um, too far um, to go in and steal his drugs when she has no idea like what's going on. Like that's just a messy game to play. And as soon as she was doing that, I was like, oh no, this isn't going to be great. And it wasn't, but um, you know, she's, she had a, she had a plan and I think it would have worked, but I just wish that she would talk to him, you know, and just try to really, cause I do trust Marcus. I think he's not telling the whole truth, but I do think that Zoe should be a little bit more understanding. Like that was still her brother's best friend at the end of the day. And I think he, I think he means well, and I didn't like how she just went in there and did that, especially because we knew where, or, you know, we saw where it ended up with his leg. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you bring that up, Allie, because, you know, that's what I was going to talk about next, you know, the whole stealing the cocaine, you know, to use as a bargaining chip to, for information. Uh, now this works, you know, this is like, this is a movie thing, you know, and not just us watching a movie, but the person in the show taking something from a movie, you know, I'm going to go and steal this guy's drugs and then he will tell me the truth. No, you're going to possibly get yourself killed or anybody <laughs> yes. else around that was in that. But she took the drugs and it caused, it's definitely going to cause problems, but it's caused problems, but we'll definitely get into that in just a bit. Um, now, one thing I want to talk about with, with the, oh, excuse me, Ashman, I meant to ask oh. you, uh, and I'll ask both of you, would you have taken the drugs as a bargaining chip no no i would not deepen my problem like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those those drugs like they might be in marcus's possession but you know they're coming from the romanians they're coming from a whole nother set of dealers so no there's no way i would put my hands on territory that was not like relevant to me no Totally agree. Like there had to have been another way, like get, get more creative than that. Like come up with a better way to bribe him or to bring up this whole situation because you're in a visa. And as you know, like your brother lost his life. Like it's, it's a crazy game, I guess, these drugs. So I just did it. I did not think she needed to go dig herself in that hole. Right. And the, <laughs> and even, and, and just, I don't, I don't understand why you would do that either, but whatever that's people do things when they're desperate um well speaking of another thing that i thought was a little bit crazy to me was um marcus leaving the party to go talk with these romanians uh and not just leaving the party to go talk with the romanians after the influence of a mushroom after being under the influence of a mushroom tea i i don't know I, like i'm i would never do anything like that especially if i have guys waiting on me but um <laughs> What did you all think about the whole, the way that he left uh, the party? Do you think he left it with a little bit of 
Was it, I'll, I'll ask you, was it class or was it crass? <laughs> um, I definitely think he left a little bit, uh, and it probably was the mushrooms, that, you know, the tea that he was drinking, and the fact that he just found out, like, the love of his life is getting married to someone else. So I don't think his head was in a clear space at all. I wish that he would have brought maybe Dave or someone. I don't know. I wish he didn't go alone. Um, and, but the manner, like his behavior while he was with the Romanians, he, he seemed very chill and friendly. And like, I think he thought that they would be understanding. He was like, I'm a father of two and I'm just a DJ. And I think he expected them to be different. Um, and he definitely underestimated them. I wish that he did not go to see them at all. I wish he just waited or brought someone or just took a, let the mushrooms wear off and then maybe dealt with that situation. Yes. What about you, Ashman? I mean, can I just say this was not Marcus's episode? (laughs) I mean, whatever he did, he was getting hit left and right. Um, I, I see why he had to show up. I mean, these are people not to mess with and they've been calling him. They've been blowing him up. I mean, I think he's bought as much time as he possibly could. So he had to go. Um, the Having the mushroom tea, I don't think he should have even went there. His instincts were right in the beginning. When his ex Anna offered it, he was like, no, I'm good. And then he kind of went back to it, which I think totally like screwed him up and disoriented his mind some more. Uh, but something I did find interesting about his relationship with Anna was that conversation when they were like, we always find a way to cover up our problems. I thought that was really interesting. They have a lot of history there. I didn't know if they had some teamwork around the whole Axel story. But for me, that part kind of stood out. And um, so I just feel like Marcus had so much on his mind, his plate. He had to show up and um, and he did. And unfortunately... Um, you know, no matter how kind he, and then his dog was in the pool. I mean, it just kept happening to him over yes. and over again. It's like, I mean, I'm glad the dog was able to survive, but now we know like the Coke had it crazy and it ended yes. up in the pool. The Coke but I'm had glad, it crazy. Yes. I'm glad they, he was able to revive his dog. Yes. I felt bad for him. He's like laughing there on the grass that his dog was alive, but the other people they don't care. They're like, okay, where's my cocaine? I know. Exactly. <laughs> the dog is good, but where's the coke? Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're going to get back to that in a second because there's a lot more to cover oh, wow. there. We're on the edge of something there. But let, let's take a break from that, from Marcus, and let's switch over to, to uh, Kika. Kika came back to Ibiza. And the thing is, Kika was gone so long, and we see this character Lumen. We don't really know. We see a tattoo with her name on Axel. And so we're, we're at breadcrumbs here. But now we're starting to get more bread here at once and we can like figure this out. We can start making sandwiches and uh, <laughs> feeding people. Um, so I, so, so Zoe, first of all, let, let, before we, while we're talking about Kiku, uh, Kika coming back, let's talk about how Zoe decides that she wasn't going to leave her cocaine in the car with, um, with Boxer alone and decides to drive him to go pick up Kika. What an interesting, what an interesting, weird 
I won't even call it a meet cute. We can just call it a meet weird. Well, what what did you think about that situation, Alex? Oh my goodness, I <laughs> I was glad she went with him because um, I think in that moment it probably hit her like, oh my gosh, what have I done? I just really got myself into a mess. So I think that she thought, stay with the car. Like this kind of was her idea, and I think it would have been weird if she was just like, okay, bye, and left him with the car full of drugs. So I was glad that she kind of at least stayed there to make sure everything was okay. Um, but yeah, that was so uncomfortable for me. I was just like, oh my gosh. And we finally like boxer and then now she's doing this. And it was just like all these different layers of just uncomfortableness <laughs> for me throughout this episode. But I'm glad she stayed with the car overall. And what about you, I Ashley? I think she should have. I thought it was interesting how she has Boxer like eating right out of her hands. <laughs> he was like, he showed up. He's like, I have a job to do. And she's like, and he was like, nobody goes with me to go, go on any of my errands. And she's like, get in the car. You can't drive. And so he's just kind of listening to her. And, um, and obviously she knows what's in the car. She knows all of it. And I think, um, I think she's still holding it as collateral. Like, you know, she took it for a reason and she's like, okay, um, I may have not really thought this through, but this still is good collateral against Marcus. So yeah, she, she knew, uh, she knew how to cover up her drugs, put it in her little bag and put uh, put box, boxer in the passenger seat. Well, yes. And, and let's, and while we're, t since we're talking about multiple things and multiple people inside the car, let's talk about, the meeting between, you know, Kika and Zoe, because now we get to see through flashbacks, we get to see, you know, uh, the, the extent of, you know, Kika's and Axel's relationship. We get to see, uh, I, I'll say a nice moment where they take, where we are, go to the place where Axel hangs out before he does every set. And we get to see also a little young boxer there as a security guard, you know, watching those two. Um, what did you all, what did you all, could I have your thoughts on that, uh, Ashman? Yeah, um, I like Kika as a character. I think she's the only one that I'm not really like weary of right now. Um, I was glad she was introduced. Uh, now we know the relationship between her and Axel. And I think it was also important to find out how her family did not like her with Axel. That is such a huge piece in this. And she very openly said it. She was like, oh, it was a relief to my family to know that he was gone. Um, she said she could only take her mother and brother in doses. So I think that, um, I think she's going to be a really big key character here. And um, and it seemed like she really did have something sincere with Axel, even her reaction to Zoe. She was just really, um, you know, happy to meet someone that has great significance to somebody that she loved. And that whole um, memory scene when she reflected, that was beautiful as well. It seems like that was the beginning for those two. Yes, yes. And wh what about you, Allie? Yes, I... I agree. I was really happy to see just another like strong female character come into the show. And I do think um, that I do think that she is going to bring something that we haven't seen yet. And I love seeing um, the relationship with her and Axel and 
I think she's awesome. She kind of knows what's going on with her family a little bit. And um, when she said she didn't trust her mom's, uh, her mom and brother, it kind of very, very sweet. And um, I think he said too, while he was saying goodbye to King, he said something like, you've always been the most loyal to me. Like he literally trusted and loved his dog, I feel like more than his own wife and son. And that was really important. And you could just see the, um, the look on the son's face at how annoyed he was. Um, I do not trust the son nor the mom at all. We already saw the mom um, get all sexual with the local priest um, right after <laughs> <laughs> she like basically got mad at Andrew for um, saying he didn't trust her. So they're definitely up to something. And even if they're not, they're not great people <laughs> either way. So <laughs> I'm not here for them, but I was very much here for the dog funeral. <laughs> okay. Well, Ashman, give, give, uh, give everybody your take on the funeral and the whole, uh, the whole uh, family drama that is ensuing inside this funeral. Totally. Well, there's definitely a lot of drama in there. Um, first off, I totally agree with Ali. I love the memorial for the dog and King is awesome. And that was, that was great empathy shown. So that was wonderful. But now just getting into the family itself, um, there, there's so much drama. No, no, they're not on the same page. I don't see this as a family that has the same goal and you know has each other's back it's separated. I think that the father and the daughter, uh, Andreu and Kika, they're more similar. And then we have what I think the mom's name is Conchita. Conchita, Conchita and, and Oriol, they're on the same team. So it all just kind of unraveled at the funeral. The dad had said, I asked my daughter to be here because I want her to take over all my family roles, all my family business. She wasn't even excited about it. She was like, wait, you kind of tricked me to be here. You asked me to be here for the for King's funeral, but yet you actually have this in store. Whereas the mother and son, they were not happy about it. And Oriole just called his dad out right there. He was like, look, you don't want me to take over the empire because you think I had something to do with Axel's death and mom as well. So, and the thing is, the dad didn't even disagree, right? He just stayed quiet. It wasn't like he was going to defend it. So I really believe he thinks that is true. And now we have the son ready to prove a mission that, hey, I have nothing to do with this. And he said it. He's like, when I bring the guy that's responsible for this, you're going to apologize for, to both me and mom. But the mom does run after the son and says, what are you going to do? So I think they both were in on this in some shape or form and um and they're both sketching it and it's going to be interesting to see how how they hide their tracks i i agree with you there that there's that old country saying if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck then it's a duck <laughs> Must be a you duck. know <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna visit that later on uh, in future episodes i believe we're gonna visit that and have a front row seat to it actually being a duck but Let's talk about let's talk about uh, Marcus here uh, meeting with the Romanians and the Romanians giving him you know twenty four hours to return to Coke plus thirty grand you know just as a fee for going to get it from Bolivia. What 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 do you guys think about that? I thought personally I thought that was a little nice of them 
it probably wouldn't happen like this in real life, but due to the fact that Marcus obviously has built a rapport over time with working with these Romanians, that they would allow uh, such an unprecedented thing to happen. I'll go ahead and let you uh, go ahead and speak on that first, Allie. I guess, yeah, I, I didn't think that they were, like I know that they were being a little more generous. Most people would have probably just, yeah, uh, done something completely different. But I do think um, the fact that they gave him 24 hours just seemed, I, I don't know, it didn't seem reasonable enough. This guy's worked with you for a really long time. You know, he's a good, a good guy. And I wish that they had made it a little more doable. Like, it, also, I wish that Marcus um, went to Andrea or, or um, someone in that family because it was kind of their fault that they can't go about selling these drugs as they normally would have. Um, and I think that if he did that, I feel like they would have been maybe understanding, maybe would have, would have spotted him some money considering they're the ones that are making it impossible for Marcus to go about doing his job. Um, so I don't know. The, that, that whole scene, like going into the whole dog in the pool thing and all of that just was really unfortunate for Marcus. I just felt really bad for him. That was not, I mean, again, he got himself into selling drugs. So yeah, like stuff like this happens. But I, I just wish that he had more time. I wish he had more time. Me too, Allie, me too. Ashman, what's your take on this? I mean, I think you were on point with your prediction. This is what you said in uh, episode one. You're like, we're going to see the Romanians. Like, they're not going to yeah, forget about their drugs and the coke. And that's exactly what we saw happen. Um, I feel like given the nature of the business, they were reasonable with him because these people don't play when it comes to their drugs and their money. And for the fact that they called him so many times and he was negligent, like, you know, they, they could have just literally beat him up from the time that they saw him and dragged him to the house. And it could have been so much more brutal. I think for the fact that he has been working with them for a long time, they did, they, they gave him as much, um, I guess, what is it? Uh, space to, you know, get his story together, but they wanted to collect. And in the end, that's exactly what they did that fishbowl game, whatever that was, that was horrible. That part for me, I was like, okay, what is this game? And it's like arm, ear, eye. And I'm like, oh God, this is going to be horrible. Like they're going to make him pick out of that bowl. And then whichever part it lands, they're going to like crush him on that. So I was, I just thought that was brutal. Yes. And for, uh, for those of you, um, who, who are at home to listen. Thank you for listening once again. Uh, thank you for those who are in the chat. Um, so I, I thank you so, so much for coming and watching and listening to this. Um, with, with, uh, with them coming into Marcus's home and uh, crushing, oh, excuse me, making him play the game. This is something that, is occur that occurs after they find out the cocaine isn't there, which is Zoe fault completely, causing problems for everyone involved. Uh, I I wish they would have, I, I really wish they would have showed the leg being broken. <laughs> so we could, you know, you know, if we're going to go, you know, <laughs> hardcore, let's go all the way. Let's let's not do it halfway. Let's see some broken bones, you know. Granted, they can show the dog in the water. That was yeah. the worst part. <laughs> if they can show the dog in the water, I don't mind a leg. <laughs> 
Yes, or an arm. Like I don't, I don't yeah. mind any of that. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you, uh, I wanted to ask you one more thing before we get you guys one more thing before we get into uh, the special segments. How did you all keep your hearts in your chest whenever Zoe tells Boxer as the cops are pulling them over at the checkpoint that there's seven keys of cocaine in the trunk? Because I couldn't do it. How, how did you do it, Ellie? I mean, honestly, I was still worried about Marcus. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. I was mad at Zoe. I was like, this is all your fault. Um, so when they got pulled over, though, I was a little bit like, oh, crap. But I was happy she told him. I think um, Boxer is obviously a very uh, strong guy. And I think in that moment, she was just kind of like, help. Like, she's probably never been in a situation quite like that. I'm sure he has. And um, I was happy she finally told him and his face at the end, like the way it ended was just so kind of funny. He was just like, are you kidding? Like he wasn't mad and he wasn't, I don't know. He just seemed a little bit like, okay, great. And it ended. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's like that. Ashwin, how are you feeling when that happened? I mean, I, I was like, I was happy she told uh, Boxer as well. Like, in that moment, like to have that much, that much drugs on you and have another passenger there, like, and the cops on both direction, like, I'm glad she threw him in the loop. I felt bad for him because he's almost like, oh my God, like, you know, guilty by association. Like, what yeah. have you got me into? Um, but I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, he has a lot of pool. He works for a very powerful family. So he may just know the cops and they might just let them, you know, drive on by. Whereas if she didn't say anything, um, they, they might get searched. Yes. Well, this is definitely a cliffhanger, which may, and it makes me ready, even more ready to watch the episode next episode than I was. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's go ahead and get into our special segment for this evening. For sure. Okay, guys. So we obviously saw a lot of cocaine in this episode. So I thought we'd learn a little bit about cocaine in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I got some information. And um, so first, referring to cocaine, there's different street names for it, right? So I feel like I'll share the names. And in case we hear them on the show, we know that they're referring mm -hmm. to cocaine. So okay. other names for this drug are either blow, coke, mm -hmm. crack, rock, or snow. Did you guys know that? I didn't know rock. Yeah, I didn't know the rock either. I didn't know rock yeah. or maybe the first one. I, I think the crack is once the bacon soda is in though. I think it's no longer cocaine. Well, it's technically cocaine, the smokable cocaine. I don't know, I don't do crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next thing is uh, cocaine. Three countries that are the biggest cocaine producers are Ooh. one, Colombia, two, Bolivia, and three, Peru. Did you guys oh, know? Oh, wow. No. I, knew, I knew about Colombia and Bolivia, but Peru I didn't know about. And they actually, the, the Romanians referenced that on the episode. Remember, they're like, you're going to pay this fee because this stuff came from Bolivia. So this is the oh, wow. delivery That's fee. right. Oh, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Those are the um, three biggest producers. And lastly, so, you know, we keep hearing she has seven kilos of cocaine, right? And I'm trying to figure out 
how much cocaine is that? What is it worth? Like, how does it go? So according to the Associated Press, the cost of 10 of, for each kilo is either 10 to $20,000 per kilo. So say if we just kind of gave this seven kilos a high-end number of 20K, we're talking 140K, 140,000 that's at stake right now. Zoe is running around with $140,000 worth of cocaine. And oh that's God, why the Romanians yes. crushed Marcus's knee. Yeah. I wish Zoe would have known how much it was worth. I wish she could have heard that, heard that yeah. fact and maybe she would not have done that. But yes, wow. guys, that's the special that's segment on the cocaine. Well, that's enough money to get your daughter picked up from school in the afternoon <laughs> by unknown people. Uh, one more. So, so uh, thank you for that, Ashman. Uh, Ali, I'm going to go ahead and let you go ahead and take over with the news. Yes, uh, it's just a little um, fun fact, kind of quick, but a lot of fans have been wondering if the show is based on a true story. And it is actually not from what I read. It was um, the creator got the idea kind of sparked from Narcos, um, which as we know, Narcos is actually based on real events about drug trafficking in Colombia. Um, so uh, the idea for this show kind of came from Narcos. And then also the creator said he came up with the characters all just from his imagination. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm glad that happened because it's very entertaining. I'm glad that he watched Narcos. Um, great show, by the way, guys. If you haven't watched that, I would highly suggest it. But right now, we're not talking about Narcos. We're talking about White Lines. And so before we go, I want to just get into some quick um, predictions. Um, I'll start first, and then I'll let Allie and Ashman head after me. Uh, my prediction is that uh, Conchita is... Conchita is going to do some crime that we can see in front of the camera uh, soon because we've been hearing rumors or not rumors. We, the, it's been alluding to the fact that Conchita has something to do with this. But I think in the future episodes, we're going to actually see her do something to show that, OK, she is the bad, the bad person. Uh, we've been walking around it, and I really think we're going to see that. How about you, Allie? What do you feel is coming up? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I do believe you now since you got the last prediction right. And, uh, okay, but I, I think we're going to see, okay, I don't know if this is what we'll see, but I would like to see um, Kika, Zoe, and maybe Boxer all kind of form this alliance and start working together. We're already seeing Kika's a little bit like not close with her family. She doesn't trust them. So I'd at least like to see her and Zoe form this like friendship. I think Zoe could use a friend right now. And I would just like to see that. And I hope we see just a nice episode where Marcus can just like not be relevant. I just want him to like go enjoy a day with like his kids. Right. Okay. This is all just wishful thinking and probably won't happen. But those are my thoughts. Anything's possible. Go ahead, Ashman. How do you, what do you feel is coming up? Yeah, um, well, especially where they left off with the whole drugs thing, I think they're going to be able to cross over. Um, like I said, I believe Boxster has some pools, so I don't think she's going to get caught up there. I think those two might join forces. Um, as Boxster said, he's like, look, we have the same mission. So I think uh, those two, even Kika might join the party and they might really try to figure out who did this to her brother, especially now that we know what the autopsy results show. 
Um, mm. And we're going to see more of that family unravel. Um, Andreu is not really sure who to trust. Um, the wife, she's already kind of persuaded the priest on her side, Raphael. So it'll be interesting to see how he starts playing a role. And I think um, the son, Oriol, is going to do anything he can do, even if it means to buy out somebody to say that, hey, you're the one that set this up. Like, I think he's going to bribe somebody into the mix now. Yes, yes. I'm for all of that. I'm for all of the chaos in uh, little packages. Um, well, it's time. our time is past. I want to thank all the afterbuzzers out there who watched the show who are in the chat, who are gonna watch the next show and who watches um, the show White Lines. I hope you all were entertained and actually I hope you learned something. Even if it was only street names for cocaine, <laughs> you learned something, it's the more you know. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and tell everybody where they can catch you guys. Go ahead, Allie. Yes, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexandra James. And you, Ashman? Absolutely. You could find me on Instagram at Insights by Ish. And I just want to make a shout out to our seven viewers that stayed with us this entire time in the chat and external shockwave. Um, they were in our chat. They loved what we were saying that they had to leave the chat and say, sorry, I need to go watch this episode because it's so juicy that I'm going to go watch it so I could join you guys for the next one. So Yay. thank you, External hey. Shockwave, and we'll see you hopefully at 10 p.m. for episode three. Yes, episode three at 10 p.m. Once again, I'm Rob. You can find me on Instagram at Rob Stilo. That's R-O-B-S-T-E-L-O. -E Please invade the DMs if you have any tea or crazy predictions. And uh, take it easy, guys. We're out of here. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.